This is the Misty Music Podcast with Lucy and David. Yeah. <laughs> you got to say see my name you, there. See, as soon as you do a pause, I'm desperate to jump in <laughs> and just, just say, yeah, Lucy. <laughs> you should just do that. <laughs> I, I think I'm just going to make an arse of every intro that we, we actually do, you know, so... Um, Anyway, thanks for joining us. Thanks for um, listening to the previous episodes, if you have, or maybe you've just saw the title of the the, the um, episode and you thought you would just click on this one first. But in any case, thanks for joining us. Um, we're going to be talking about Depeche Mode's album Ultra. So that was released in 1997. But before we get into that, I thought we would share some feedback that we've been getting about um, our first few episodes. So we have obviously racked up a few episodes and then p- put them out, um, but we're now catching up now with <laughs> the comments on the, the episodes as they've been put out. So uh, first up, we've got Lynn. Um, so Lynn Davidson, she said she really enjoyed the pod. She said she hadn't heard of uh, television or the album, um, in fact, as well. So um, I've had lots of thoughts, but this being Twitter, I'll limit them. So it took me till the third listen to begin to appreciate it. There are more lessons to come, although there are songs I definitely don't like and will skip. Interesting. <laughs> it's not my preferred type of music, but as noted, the guitar work is fantastic. Some bass lines really appeal to me, and I love to hear them isolated. Overall, whilst there were some good drum riffs, they were a little bit thin for my taste. I like a big tom. I like big tom sounds, a la Queen. So I know Lynn's a big Queen fan because she follows the the Queen podcast that I'm on, and um, I like it all. I like, I like all drum sounds. It doesn't have to yeah. be a particular side, you know. I can I can like really dry as long as they're really dry and punchy. I can I can feel that as well. But no, but I get where I get where Lynn's coming from. Um, my favorite is Friction, and I love the bass line. I'm shocked this was a B side. I think it would have done well in the US. Two others I like a lot: Venus and Marquee Moon. See no evil. I love the music, but the vocals detract. From, from it for me and f- the CBGB sound is the first thing I thought I hear some similarities to Talking Heads lyrically and vocally I went to CBGB's once in 89 or 90 loud, crowded, dirty occasionally dangerous it did have a unique vibe though like no other place at the time exciting I feel Fine. like she's got some stories I want. Uh, a, I feel like she's got a story for CBGBZ. Yeah, I want that it be. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've got a story, Lynn, let yeah. us know. Yeah, let yeah. us know. Absolutely, <laughs> let us know. Um, but Lynn's Lynn's great. You know, I, I do I do speak to Lynn quite a lot actually, and um, she's she's over in New Jersey, um, and so yeah, New York's not too far away, I suppose, for yeah, going fabulous. to CBGBZ. So, um, and finally, this is this is obviously Lynn saying. Finally, I'll say I enjoyed almost all the songs musically. I'll listen and look at the lyrics more in future listens. Overall, the vocal sound is not for me, though. Ah, fair enough. And she says she's looking forward to Lucy's thoughts on Black Sabbath. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, hopefully Excellent. you've listened to it by the time, ah, by the the time, time yeah. this one goes out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, I've got Jim. Jim C. Another another. Uh, Good, Hi, good, good, good person. Hi, Jim. So, <laughs> so he said he enjoyed the chat on Marky Moon today. And that was it. So that was that was good. And what else do we have? We have Stu, or Stuart. Um, Stuart Charlesworth. He said, I enjoyed this podcast lots. Thanks. I used to play this album a lot on a playlist. So this is still Mark Eamon we're talking about, of course. Yeah. Um, used to play this album a lot on a playlist with a load of Patti Smith while I was running. So nice to hear the links. 
I've always liked the albums without knowing much about the band. He did say that their other album, Adventure, is good too, and I've just bought Adventure. Have you? I, I like just, that. It just came yeah. through today, um, and I've not listened. I've not listened to it in um, like any streaming platforms or anything, so yeah, I've got no idea what it sounds like. So good. I'm just saving it. Like I said, there's only one song I've heard, and it was Foxhole. Yeah. Um, just through watching, you know, doing some research for Marky Moon, but uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to getting into yeah, it because. Good. Um, I started watching um, interviews with uh, Tom Verlaine. There's one from about '92, and he's smoking yeah. a fag, and he's got uh, the baseball he's got cap, a flat on. cap on. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. And it, it just looks cool as fuck. It does you look know? so cool, like, know, even like, for like '92. I'm yeah, looking at yeah. him, going, "You look cool as anything." Then, yeah, it's, it's like I know, and the way he's talking and all that, just so interesting to listen to. Yeah, so, it makes me so, want to take up smoking and wear a cap. Um, but uh, I know it's, it's, it's yeah yeah you've, you've you've got me mildly obsessed. Yeah, um, good. I like that. So uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I've peaked really early, haven't I? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe it's all downhill from here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you you replied to to Stu, and you were saying that you're a big Patty Smith fan, and you might be sending her my way in the future yeah, so maybe yeah. maybe that'll happen um, yeah. and Stu replied you've all probably also given me the nudge to finally read Just Kids by Patti Smith so what's that what's Just Kids yeah that's that's her book I, I think I really briefly mentioned it in the in, in, in the in the, the Marky Moon pod was it I can't remember we were talking where I mentioned yeah, about um, Patti Smith and she wrote a book about it was it was because it we're talking about yeah Robert yeah, Mayfield we're talking about yeah, him yeah. who did the photography and ah, right, it yeah. is it, honestly it is such a beautiful book ah right okay. and I and I listened to and I've got I've got I read it years ago and then I, I listened to it on audiobook where where she does the talking and it just makes it so much I don't know if you listen to much audiobooks. I do. But I, I pick the odd yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. and 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 it's Patty Smith that, that that reads it, and it's um, oh, it's just it's it's a it's a lovely book about them, about her life, about the her music kind of life. But it is so mostly around this relationship she had with with Robert Maplethorpe, and I just love the love for each other and stuff. Hmm. So um, and of course she's really poetic and kind of considered and really eloquent when she's speaking so it just right up my street eh? yeah, just right yeah. up my street you know loads of feelings and um excellent. beauty so yeah yeah nice i one. hope he does buy it and does read it excellent yeah well um some this is um um because our, our paranoid podcast actually came out at today as we record this so we've not got any feedback on that yet but we've got some pre-feedback um you know, basically before the pod came out when we were announcing it was coming, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, the Seaside Pod Review, um, so that's another Queen podcast, believe it or not, said, this is about Paranoid. That album scared the cack out of me the first time I saw, heard it. Phenomenal record. And so Ian um, Winnick, um, I think I've got your name right, sorry if I've not, um, Ian. Um, I've only really discovered Sabbath recently. I'd always found Ozzy's voice and TV persona hard to get past, but thought it was time to fill that gap and... My musical education. I started with Paranoid and Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath. Um, good choices, I have to say. Um, and I is think Sabbath, that, Bloody Sabbath, is that next to? Um, is it kind of early doors? Yeah, Sabbath? well, I suppose it's seventy three. So, right, but right. Uh, it's seventy three, but it's their fifth album. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so it's quite a few albums away. Um, after after Paranoid, so, um, but yeah, very similar to your kind of. Kind of preconceptions yeah, about just, Sabbath, you know, just you know, um, yeah, probably just seeing Ozzy and at home with the Osborns and, and yeah, that yeah. growing, and that's that's yeah, 
Did you like that that meme I sent you then? I think you I liked loved that. it. <laughs> so what this was, this is maybe some of you have seen it, but it was a meme where um, Ozzy's been asked who 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 he would like to play him in a film, and he said Denzel Washington. So that is yeah. just amazing. <laughs> I don't even know if it's true. I don't. I don't even know if it exists in that of you, but I, I, it must be. I want it. It's got to be true. Yeah, it I reminded want it to be true. me. It reminded me a similar one where I asked. I think I asked my mum who um, who would play her in her life movie, and she said Diana Ross. And I just think that's fabulous. You know, it's <laughs> <laughs> so obviously how my mum sees herself. <laughs> <laughs> Glamorous and kind of yeah, yeah diva fabulous. And stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Super. Um, so yeah, no, I know that's a lot of lot of chat at the start there. Um, so Kev, uh, or Kevin, uh, Kevin Brown, who's actually part of that that other uh, podcast, the Queen podcast, he actually posted in his own one, but he said that um, the first time he heard um, uh, television and Marky Moon was actually only three years ago, October twenty twenty, after hearing Benmont Benmont Tench from Tom Petty. And the Heartbreakers talking about how they were influenced by television's economy and songwriting. Wonderful album. So, ah, interesting. Um, Very good. Um, and, he, and the guys at the Seaside Pod Review left a nice comment as well. They said that... They said about our podcast, Give this a listen, folks. Excellent new show and already into a very comfortable groove. Great chemistry, great chat. There we go. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. I can feel the chemistry. The chemistry, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Okay, right, well, on to tonight's business. Um, so we're talking about Ultra by Depeche Mode. Now, this is certainly not one of... Um, it's not one of Depeche Mode's most famous albums, but in many ways it's probably one of their most infamous albums because of the situation that surrounded it. <laughs> Um, you know, when it was when it was being recorded. So before we get into that, before we get into the detail on the album and start talking around about it, let's just get straight to it, Lucy. I think uh, I'm not gonna say I love it, but I think I'm getting close to it. Mm-hmm. It's um I, def- I definitely think it's a grower, there's kinda a lot going on. Mm-hmm. We uh and it's different. I was a bit worried about talking about it because it's so different. It's not the kind of classic guitars and yeah, yeah. And 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 so I'm, you know, it was. I felt like I was listening to it different, but um, I mean the heaviness, the broodiness, the kind of loathing, the religious kind of language that's used mm-hmm. in it. Uh, that's right up my street, eh? Yeah. And um, but in saying that. It, it definitely it, the album comes at all these things with a different angle that I'm not used to. Right. So, um, so for all it being kind of heavy and broody and kind of pulsating, kind of that feel mm. for it through it all, the I think more so the language being used and probably the the like electronic side of it um, was definitely coming at it. For a different yeah. kind of space that I've that I've been used to, so um, sure. so um, yeah, I I really like it. I do, and yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna no, listen don't. to it more. You're I lying do. To me, Lucy. No, I don't. I'm not. 
of that, of that line. It's a truth. It's a definitely a truth. Good, you know? good. I'm glad. I was I had the feeling we were going to have to just wrap the podcast up. Go well. No. Anyway, guys. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'll, I'll, you could just go off, and I'll just talk about it for the next hour. You know? <laughs> no, uh, no. Um, and you know what I enjoyed as well, being able to go on and watch some of the videos on YouTube, which yeah, we've yeah. not really been able. Obviously, we've been able to pick up come at live videos that sure. from the from the other ones we've listened to, but this is actually has like official videos that I've yeah. been that I've been enjoying a bit yeah, as well. Yeah, it's a bit so, more um, like, well, recent times. It's still like aye, 25 aye. years old, 26 yeah. years old, but uh, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I'm on the cusp of saying I love it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. Oh, brilliant. Um, I've no, I'd, to be honest, I had no idea what you would think about this. Um, because I mean, electronic stuff, you know, program stuff. It's not something I've I've ever remembered us talking about too much, yeah. you know, in, in our conversations. Um, so I really didn't know um how this would land on you. And it sounds like you know you've had had a bit of a push and pull with that. Actually, when yeah. you're listening to it, you know, so which is good because it's something new. It's a, the whole point of this podcast again is to challenge each other, Absolutely. you know. So, um, it's good. But this album, there might be Depeche Mode fans out there that are listening to this and think I'm insane but this is this is my favourite Depeche Mode album uh, right now um, but having said that when I suggested this to you I kind of thought maybe I should have went with an 80s one um, like Black Celebration or something um, which was 1985 and I thought maybe I should have went more down that line and got you to listen to that instead but I think the reason I picked this one is because I, I find this period of the band quite interesting okay and I also, um, I also just really love the sound of it. So it's it's you know so that's why I I went for this one because I feel I can I can really lean into this one more than some of the other ones. Now okay. I'm gonna say again, Depeche Mode fans will probably send me be sending me death <laughs> th- threats after I say this. But the previous two albums, so Songs of Faith and Devotion was 1993, Violator was 1990. So Violator had like, Personal Jesus on it. Yep. You probably know that one. Enjoy the silence. I know that one, yeah. Enjoy the yep. silence. Yep. So they they two huge mass massive songs, great songs, love it. But Violators definitely not one of my favourite albums. I find it quite patchy, and okay. Violators held up as probably one of their best albums or their classic album and all this kind of stuff. But I, 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 it's got, I've got some issues with it, you know. Same with Songs and Faith and Devotion that came after that, because um, some great great tunes on it. Um, but again, overall as an album, I find it slightly patchy. Um, but this one, I just, I don't find it patchy. Yeah, there's, there's, there's stronger ones than others, as you'll get in any album, but I don't find it, I don't find it patchy at all. So um, that's, I guess, why. But I mean, the 80s ones, I mean, Black Celebrations are a, a great album, you know, very of its time, absolutely, but just great tunes, you know. Stripped, Stripped is a brilliant tune. You should listen to Stripped, actually. It's a great right, tune. Okay. Um and you know, music for the masses. The album that came after that's a great, yeah, great album as that's, well. So. that's got um, sh- that's got strange love on it, which I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, strange love's a good tune, man. Absolutely. So you don't. So you know some. There's there's some. I tunes, know wee yeah, bits of yeah, it, but yeah. never on what album they were or anything yeah, yeah, like just, that. Just just maybe passing by on eighties radio or whatever or, yeah, or that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or I, I think where I first heard Strange Love was a, a singer I like had covered it, ah, and okay. then I'd went and delved into it a wee bit more. Eh? But who's a singer? Uh, Batford Lashes. Oh, Batford Lashes. Okay, yep, yep. Yeah, I love oh, yeah. Batford Lashes. So, um, so um, yeah, she did a cover of Strange Love and then I looked into it a wee bit more. Oh, but maybe need to check it, that out, actually. 
Yeah, it's funny when you say about this album not being patchy. This that's something that I had jotted down. Like it is, there's no. I know you're saying there's some better songs than others, or ones certainly I like more than others. But it it's not all over the place. This album, it's sure. very, um, not compact, but it's not. There's no massive changes or like yeah, you know yeah, we were yeah, listening yeah. to the, yeah. the 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 Velvet Underground last week, and it goes yeah, from one kind of style to, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to and it's like uh-huh. you would never put them together in an album or what. Yeah. Although it's a, in my opinion a great album, this is like a really um, it's like a, a like, do you think it's like a piece like it's, a, it's an yeah, overall piece like a music yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah individual yeah. songs yeah yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying absolutely yeah, I think it's got that vibe to it um, but this I mean like I say I'm I'm, I'm obviously telling the Pesh Mode fans that, that might might be listening to this they'll they'll know the the, the sort of uh, story around about this album but there might be some that don't or casual fans or whatever or don't know anything about Depeche Mode, but this was a really, this was a period of turmoil for the band. Um, the so Dave Gahan, he the singer, um, he was still addicted to heroin at this point, um, you know, and uh, so he was struggling through the whole process of actually making the album, um, and until a point where he did turn the corner, but um, it took a long time to make to actually get it together. Um, the Alan Wilder, who was in the band previously, he'd left the band um, before. Mm-hmm. So Alan Wilder live, he would do some of the drums, the live drums. He would do keyboards, and he was instrumental in the studio. He was a guy that was really working along with Flood, you know, the the producer of the yeah. Sons of Faith and Devotion. He was he was working with him and really hands on, and. Um, so he was a big miss from that point of view, you know the, the that. But he wasn't a writer. Martin Gore. Um, was the writer on the band and was still in the band. So uh-huh. from a compositional point of view, you wouldn't have noticed any massive, su- you know, the, the songwriting wasn't going to suffer. But probably a bit of that arranging and kind of, we should do this, what about this and that kind of thing. I think Alan Wilder was certainly push, you know, pushed them in that direction, you know, and, and, yeah. and <clears throat> you know, so that was a big loss. So, so you've got your singer who's still addicted to heroin. You've got one of your key components left the band, and they're like, "What the fuck?" You know, I think they they kind of just all thought that it might be over. You know, and they yeah. maybe they maybe couldn't continue. So, um, so a really really interesting uh, interesting period of the band. I'd first heard this album. It was my older brother Brian. Um, had actually bought it, and I heard him playing it. You know, when it came out, and I was like, "That's that's it." I mean, I'd liked the Pesh Mode before. I'd liked certain tracks, kind of similar to yourself, Lucy. I'd liked yeah. certain tracks, and there's there's ones I liked and all that, but never really kind of delved in. But this was the album that really turned my head. It really made me think, oh, there's something really cool going on here. Okay. And again, maybe that's maybe that's why it, it connects with me so much, because it was the first one that, that turned my head, and maybe that's another reason, because sometimes the first album you hear of a band, it, it holds a special place for you and stuff. But I've yeah. ran this through my head a few times, but I still think it's just it's just coincidence, because I still think this is, right. you know, it's... Can I jump back? Was there upset in, was there upset in the album as to why the... He left the what was it? Who did you say his name was? Sorry, um, Alan Wilder. A- Alan, I was going to say Adam. yeah, Alan Wilder. So yeah, he was he was a bit disillusioned with the communication in the band. He says you know that right. you know he he said that you know he did he basically just didn't want to go back in the studio with them. He, he, right. he, he could see, he could see ahead what was going to happen, and he didn't want to be involved anymore. Yeah. Um, and and just so he he actually, I think he felt undervalued as well. 
Okay. I think he didn't didn't feel that his contribution was kind of recognised enough by by the rest of the guys in the band. And um, um, but later on, Martin Gore, who plays guitar and the keyboards and all that, he he basically essentially is the pitch mode in many ways. You know, um, he um he did years later concede to we should have actually you know we should have said to him a bit more that he is worth something and made him yeah, feel tried that he, harder tried harder yeah, yeah and then kind of yeah. made him made him feel that he is part of it even though he's not writing the songs but he's still integral to what yeah. we're doing in the studio and all that um but it's interesting because um because i only read this recently i was really i was really interested to to find out what alan wilder thought of this album because obviously uh-huh. the first one without him for for so long now alan wilder wasn't in the band from the start you know, he joined um, a few albums in. Okay. Um, so he wasn't. He wasn't kind of like the, the the three other guys in the band, um, Dave, Ma- Martin, and Fletch. They were they were like in it from the start when they were doing yep. just can't get enough and all the kind of bouncy pop stuff and all that. Yeah. You know, they were they were there um, right from the off. So Alan, I think he was always almost like the outsider, a little bit anyway. So yeah. he maybe didn't feel totally connected with him but I, I wondered what he thought about the album then I read it on uh, Wikipedia there was this big quote from him saying that I think he didn't want to go into it too much but he basically said if you listen to my album now he's got a band called Recoil mm-hmm. um, but it's not a band it's just basically him doing a lot of programming kind of dancey stuff but a lot of it sounds like maybe Massive Attack things like that you know okay. cert- certainly the album he did that came out the same year as this um, it's got that kind of vibe to it but he says if you listen to both those albums my album and, and their album, you'll see what I brought to the band. Can I almost and what they you know uh, it, it, we needed we needed both it to make it a. I think it was essentially saying that that you know they needed both those ingredients to make a really good Depeche Mode album, for example. And okay, you know, so might sound a bit up his own ass, but I get where he's coming from. I mean, I don't personally see it that way. I think Ultra's great anyway, you know, and I think they went on to make a lot of good music after that, yeah. you know. So is it a huge loss? Listen, the Pesh Mode fans that have been the Pesh Mode fans for like twenty odd, thirty odd year might think, yeah, it was a big, it's a huge loss, and here's why. I guess we're all entitled to our, our opinions because they went on to make another really great album in uh, two thousand six, in my opinion, called Playing the Angel, and I think that's one of their best albums as well. You know, so right. they they and they've got a new album out. They have. Now. It's coming up then end of the month. Yeah, yeah, end it's of coming the month. out. So Fletch, yeah. Fletch, who was 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 in the band, he died last year. Right. Um. He did. So there's actually two of the original members left now. Martin Gore and and Dave Gahan, the singer. Um. But Fletch was. Um. Yeah. He he wasn't. In, it sounds really awful to say, but Fletch was kind of like the mate. I mean, he didn't really contribute musically that much. You know, to be honest. Um. When he was on stage, he his hand barely touches his, his keyboard and stuff. You know. <laughs> and and uh, you know they always have to have this other guy, this kind of session guy in the back, kind of playing his arse off and stuff. You know. <laughs> While Fletch just kind of right. just chills out the back and claps his hands yeah. a few times and all that, you know. <laughs> but um, so that sounds awful. I mean, poor guy. Rest in peace, Fletch. You know and all that. But um, but yeah. Is he on this album? Do you know? Is he was he on the album that's about to be released? No. Is it? No. No. He's not. No, not no, on it. No. This was this was recorded. Um, yeah. Yeah. After the after the yeah. 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 So. Yeah. Uh, but but you could argue he's not on any of the albums. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I am going to get murdered, honestly. Listen, because the Pesh Mode fans are like, like they're they're pretty hardcore, man. Are I, they? I think I'm going to get, I, I'm going to get hate mail or like stabbed in the street or something. So, wow, that didn't take long. What were we so, three, four podcasts in? I know. And 
I just want I just want you to know, Lucy had nothing to do with this. This is all my doing, <laughs> right? So so don't kill Lucy, kill me. Um But um I'm I'm waffling on, but the pest mode um themselves, I've I've seen them live, I think I've seen them live about four times, I think. The first time I saw them was in two thousand and six and that was in the Stadio Olimpico in Rome. Wow. So I saw them there. Um, I was going on holiday in Rome anyway and I looked up and I saw that they were playing and managed to get two tickets from eBay and went to see them live and it was it was fucking superb loved it yeah. absolutely loved it and he, and I'm not a big stadium gig fan they're usually really shit stadium yeah. gigs but but they you know, for some reason it just really worked um, in there I suppose you're on holiday as well it's got a good vibe to it and all that yeah. but when I left when we left the gig so it was myself and my then girlfriend who's my now, now my wife now but we left the gig and I didn't want to wait in the bus. I was like, oh, so I'd wait in the bus. I don't want to do that, you know. Let's just walk back to... So you're maybe talking about three miles, maybe. Back. Okay. Okay, Starks, middle of the night and all that. But I thought, oh, so let's just, just, just walk. So she agreed. But the River Tiber in Rome kind of... It's like, you know, East Enders, like the, it's the Thames. <laughs> it kind of does that. You think you're going one way, you're actually going another way. And, and just yeah. it was all fucked up. So we get completely lost. And we were moving into a seedier and seedier part of Rome. Yeah. And there was these sex workers, let's call them. Yeah. Standing out in the street, like waiting in business and stuff. And one was like kind of transsexual and stuff. And it's quite obvious. And it was just so... It was like weird. I'd never seen anything like this kind of stuff before. And Isabel was like, I want to kill you as my wife. This is just, and it was like that way. You're like trying not to panic, but you're kind of inside. You're kind of panicking a wee bit because you don't know where yeah, you you're are. Like, oh, it's fine, dear. Honestly, we'll be <laughs> yeah, fine. We'll yeah. be absolutely fine. As you're, as you're like clenching your fist, like I terrified. I think it was like three in the morning or something before we go. Home. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not home, but back to the hotel. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I get reminded of that now and again. But um, <laughs> just because I didn't want to wait in a bus. Um, I'm like that, but I just rather walk. I, I don't want to sit and wait in something that takes ages. It takes a lot. I'd rather just yeah. walk and move and yeah, like, move yeah, and yeah, get yeah. going. Yeah. I, I get it. So, like, three uh, miles became ten miles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But well, I obviously never put her off because you're ready, you know. So well, we we actually went back to uh, we went back to see them in the following tour in Paris as well. So we went to yeah. Stade de France in Paris and saw them there as well. Um, and that wasn't as good. It wasn't anywhere near as good actually. Um, sadly, but uh, but aye, no, I've seen them a few times. Seen them a few Please times. Please tell me you ended up in the iffy places of Paris. As nah, well. that was quite boring. Nah. We just went in. Uh, it was like, <laughs> a wee bit of a dark underpass, but that nah, was about right. you know. a dark underpass. <laughs> <laughs> that was about as exciting oh. as it got. So, <laughs> but um, aye, that was that. So, um, aye. Anyway, I'm 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 rambling here as usual. But um, well, let's 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 get into the album a wee bit. Um, okay. So um. Well, when they were in to do this album, actually, they, they thought, let's just get together and make a bunch of songs. Let's see what we can make. It wasn't intended to be an album, necessarily. They thought maybe it would be an EP or something, or just let's see how it goes, um, kind of thing. And they got a young producer, Tim Simonon, who was from Bomb the Bass. Um, you might have heard the name. Um, but he was like a young, you know, kind of, I guess, hip producer at the time, kind of thing. Um, and, uh, yeah, but the sessions just took forever. Just took forever. Really down to Dave's heroin addiction really um and martin gore he was he was saying i didn't know anything about heroin so i'm looking at him and i'm like is he on it is he off it is he withdrawn is he what's he just didn't he hey. had no idea what was going on with him um but at points he actually couldn't sing as well dave he actually couldn't you know there was when he, he couldn't make a noise he couldn't actually make a sound 
It was that yeah. bad, you know, and the situation. It was so weak, basically. Um, and the song that we'll, we'll discuss, Sister of Night, that took, they said it took about a week just to do the vocals on that. Right. Because they were almost recording them syllable by syllable. Because it was that bad, you know, to try and get out. Nah. Try and get out. Um, but then, then he died. He OD'd in LA. Um, and he actually died. And I think he, I think he, 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 he died three times, apparently. And they managed to revival him. He, he actually said that um, at one point, um, he actually heard them saying, I think we've lost them. You know, the actual... You know, so he actually wow. heard them saying that, you know, that he'd gone, but obviously he was still, yeah. he was still there. Uh, so then he, he came back to life and then he got charged with drug offences. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, but part of the condition was he, got, he gets clean because if he didn't get clean, he wasn't going to be allowed back into the States. I mean, yeah. he's English, okay. he's, but he lived in the States, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. But so he, I think you know that that kind of want to live in the states and want to kind of be there and i suppose touring and things like that as yeah. well things like that yeah. um you know he, you can't that, do drugs if you want to live in the states <laughs> no exactly <laughs> <laughs> so uh i so he, he cleaned himself up and they were able to kind yeah. of progress with the album and get the album finished but they say the next song they did after they got clean and, and went back at the studio was barrel of a gun which is the first song in the album and mm-hmm. it's, they said it was almost like he'd never been through all that he just went in and just nailed it basically so uh, quite wow, interesting. Eh? So, so that is interesting. That is fascinating, really, isn't aye. it? And it's and it's weird because they, they they always said that he was he was kind of almost like the rock star, but he's in this electronic band. But it was almost like a yeah. rock star kind of cliche, you know, the heroin addiction and all that coming back from the brink and all this kind of stuff and all that, you know. But he did in the previous tour. Um, when you actually see him, he had long hair and he had always tattoos and stuff, and he was doing the whole yeah. rock rock god thing. Um, even though they weren't necessarily a rock band, you know, okay, okay, guitar bits in them and all that, but um, but he, he, even he was saying at the time I was listening to like grunge and all these, these kind of heavy bands. And I just wanted to be that kind of. But he was he was he was you know a massive heroin addiction at that point as well, um, nah. addict at that point nah. as well, you know. So, but um, but he's out the other side and he looks. I mean, he's I think he's sixty now or certainly approaching sixty, and he's still, he looks looks brilliant, you know, for his age. Good. You know, he looks really nah. really great. He's kept himself in great condition and. Yeah. And you know, good on him. You know, doing all right now. Aye, doing all right now. Yeah, good. But anyway, let's talk about the the music then. Let's let's get into the into the tunes. First up, as I said, is Barrel of a Gun. I've talked yeah. enough, Lucy. You you talk about this one. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, it's um, I love the beginning kind of pulsating intro, wasn't it? You know, there's a big. Um, that yeah, 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 yeah. You know that was one of the things I was worried about. Like normally, I can say, "Oh, I like when the guitar goes wah or whatever." But I'm, 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 <laughs> how, I'm, how I'm I worried do about how. I, yeah, how am I going to do that? I like this bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then with the opening line, do you mean this horny creep? I'm like, I'm in. Yeah, I'm yeah, in exactly. straight away. Who <laughs> 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 is this horny creep? I want to know him. So um, yeah, I'm straight in there, and um, I love how it's um, the verses are kind of. Sh- short and fast, and then it goes into the kind of chorus, which is kind of longer, drawn Low out singing. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, you know that what that what is it you want from me? That bit that yeah. where it just pulled out a bit more, eh? So, um, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of it. 
a lot of probably what I'll speak about is maybe is is the lyrics side yeah, yeah. it's easier for me to, to speak about but, but that's um, but that's been that's been true in the previous episodes as well so that, that is it yeah, yeah you talk about lyrics <laughs> a lot which is good yeah so um so um yeah, I mean, is it kind of distorted vocals? What yeah, is it that's yeah, on? Is it just distortion yeah, on it? Yeah, distortion, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a bit of a banger to open, isn't it? Aye. Oh, yeah. aye. Aye. aye, it's a great tune. And just the, the swagger of it, it's got a lot of the, yeah. that, that really dirty hip-hop beat, that... Yeah. It just sounds sounds brilliant, just really, really thick. And, uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I love it. Again, a belt to start off with, um, absolutely. And, and this was the one that really... Like I say, back in the 90s, turned my head. I was like, ah, that's a, that's a yeah. tune, man. You know, and um, yeah. and uh, and I, the lyrics I got down, and, you know, um, even set upon weary feet who looks in need of sleep that doesn't come, you know, and, and I'm yeah. thinking it almost is, is that a wee bit, again, is it kind of almost like thinking about Dave and all that as well? You know, it's too easy to say, oh, a lot of these are about Dave because he was struggling. And, but Martin himself, Martin Gore was going, you know, he had alcohol problems when he was going through this, you know, recording this album as well, and he had depression and things like that. So, yeah, a lot of I this mean, could I, about him as well, you know. I, I mean, I, I kind of steered away from writing anything like, is this about drugs? Is this about... Because I knew that I, I knew about the, his addiction, but yeah. I've kind of ended up no writing anything like that because, like you say, if even if I imagine if you've got a bandmate that's going through that, that's sure, that's going to come with all kinds of shit, isn't it? Absolutely, that's yeah, no, yeah. You know, it's going to yeah, come yeah. with all kinds of, like you say, probably depression and whatever all that that, that comes that comes with it so um, so I steer it, it's not obvious yes. about anything like that so I'm yep. not I'm not going to just assume that it is but um but uh, I think it's almost like the hopelessness of the of the lyrics you know whatever I've done I've been staring down the barrel of a gun so no matter uh, what way I turn I'm always get I'm always like you know you know facing like adversity all the time you know and just yeah. you know um so that, I think that's that's it's dark it's kind of hopeless but, yeah, but, I mean, but, there's a few of them like that. Oh, but this absolutely. is yeah, but probably with with, with it. Let's get swagger. It's almost like a, this is hopeless, but fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not yeah, not totally indulgent kind of yeah, yeah. hopelessness. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, there is a big kind of riff as well down the um, in the background when he's singing at the staring at the um, down the barrel of the gun yeah. when he kind of repeats that towards the end. There's a there's a cool riff in the background of that. Ah, it's and, a really kind of, yeah. Nah, it's really dirty. Uh, I mean, I think like the guitars on this whole album are really dirty as well. I mean, they were on pre- the previous album as well, but more so on this album, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And but and then, but there's wee clunky kind of, I don't know if they're keyboards or synthesizers or what on it, but there is wee kind of, yeah. Kinda, yeah. Ah, wee kinda t- yeah. textures and things like that, I know what you yeah. mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, um, which I was trying to, trying to pull out all these wee bits, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, when I when I first played fired this on in the car and this came on I'm like oh it's no it's no the personal Jesus and strange love yeah, that yeah. I kind of know this mm, is kind of yeah. um, definitely the 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 lyrics and the broodiness the kind of like almost miserable but no really miserable the mm. kind of music that you put on and folk goes oh Christ that's miserable but it's no it's not to you no absolutely. yeah yeah hundred percent you always yes. listen to like miserable stuff or what and I'm thinking is, is this miserable <laughs> <laughs> but um so so yeah yeah uh, yeah it was and I I watched uh, have you. Have you watched the videos, like yes. the official videos ah, in this? Yeah, yes, yeah, so yeah. I fired this one on as well, and it's got the whole gun, like looking through the. It's got the circle silhouette. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, 
And uh, I think it would be the um oh, uh, Anton Corbin, who's the he's 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 basically their their he's an artist, a, a visual artist that works with them. Okay. Been working with them since way back in the day. And he'll he'll direct their videos as well. So he'll do their artwork, direct their videos, and um, ah, good. oh, it slips from my mind where he's actually from. Um, a country in Europe. Um, he's not English. Um, uh, uh, that's really bad. I, it's almost like a paranoid episode all over again. Where I, I should do my research more, and I've <laughs> I've not no, done enough. Not but but um, but he was talking about the video because he was. He he focused on the kind of rock star excess of Dave at the time, you know the, the you know yeah. he 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 homed in on the whole drug thing. So what you've got is obviously Dave singing away and he's writing stuff on the kitchen table while yeah. Fletch and Martin are asleep, and he says it's almost like they were asleep to he, they were oblivious to what was going on with him. And it was like a wee metaphor kind of thing, you know, and things like that, you know, that he'd put in there kind of thing. So I I think the videos. Yeah. It's cool. funny you say that, them kind of almost playing into the, the rock star thing because there was a couple of times when I was watching the videos and putting it all together in my head where I'm like going, is it rock? Is it rocky? Mm. And I know there's bits of it like yeah, yeah. Where, where you can say, but it is, it's, uh, the album's got the vibe of it, eh? Yeah, Probably well, like definitely. that excess thing that you're saying, eh? Yeah. Kinda, um, so I get that. I mean, I, I think that. that they're electronic first and foremost, but absolutely dabbled in. And, and rock and rock riffs and I mean, even personal Jesus is dun, 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 yeah. you know it's got that yeah. kind of you know that you know that kind of rock swagger and all that you know to it so they, they definitely lean into that you know at yeah. times and then when you see them live at times it can kids have got a live drummer and, and things yeah. like that obviously there's a live guitar sometimes they'll, they'll, a bass will be in there as well live bass and things like that so you know they'll use live instruments as well um, yeah so yeah, you know, they're, they're definitely. But I think ultimately they are an electronic band, and I think yeah, you know, that's that's what they. I, I personally think they should be known as, you know. Um, but uh, bye, great opener. Yeah, good opener. Aye, that's that's it's a great tune. And then they were talking about um, that. Um, oh, who is it? They were speaking to. I was I was watching the documentary on this the, the other day, but um, basically they put everything, all the all the beats, even the kind of obviously the, the synthetic beats. They put them all through a a valve, basically like a preamp, basically just to make them warmer sounding and thicker sounding. So that's why they sound ah. that really, that really kind of really fat and kind of really kind of thick sound. Yeah. So um, just to warm it up a wee bit, so it wouldn't just sound so synthet- synthetic. But there's some live yeah. drums, there's some live drums and percussion on the album and stuff, and there's some live instruments yep. on the album. Don't get me wrong, but. Yeah, but I think it really works. I just, I just, I, I really, really love the sound of this album. And given it was twenty six years ago, I think it still holds up. You know the production and yeah, you know, absolutely for a nineties album. You know, so absolutely. And it's no kind of what I would like when I think of the nineties stuff that I kind of grew up with and stuff. It's like it's it's coming at it's coming at a different kind of way. I think ah, hey, yeah, it's yeah. coming. For, yeah, what you know, the, I like the band's probably had all the same things going on and same yeah. whatever, but. But this is this is different to me, eh? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Different to what I'm listening to. That's good. That's good. Because yeah. I mean, '97, right? So '97, this would have been like, you know, if you talk about electronic music, you talk about even dance music. I mean, this is where Prodigy were starting to really hit it big, you know, yeah. this year, you know, and you know they were, you know, obviously the previous year, like Firestarter and Breathe was out and all that. So they, you know, they're they're, you know, if you talk about electronic music, you know. A la dance, a slash dance music, um, yeah. That that's that's kind of where 
where the nineties was at that time, you know, you yeah. know, they probably look at something like Depeche Mode. That's that, that's that old band, you know. That's yeah. that. Even yeah. though they'd only been making albums for like sixteen years at that point, but you know, yeah. like oh, it's a bunch of old, old yeah. men, you know, trying to make electronic <laughs> music, you know. Yeah. And this album is far better than Fat of the Land, as far as I'm concerned. But um, like, like infinitely better. But that's yeah. that's a wee aside for me. Just get my wee yeah. dig in no, it, I get dig it. In at that Prodigy album, you know. But, <laughs> Uh, we might visit Prodigy maybe at some point in this actually I'm even oh. interested <laughs> but anyway um, Love Thieves next so yeah um, this is by far my favourite of the lyrics mm-hmm. I think the lyrics well, are you were cool talking about say. you were talking about the religious thing yeah. it's, it's all over this isn't it it's all over this one yeah. I mean it's it's dabbled in bits all over the album but this one certainly yeah. where it's just it's I mean, it's all the language, eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, oh, but there's right. sacrifice and yes. there's... Martyrs, hearts on Bibles, uh, feast, yeah. feast on your holiness. Yeah. Your yeah, body's absolutely. a halo, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I have, I've I've got that somewhere in me, so I, I, I love all that, eh? Yeah. That kind of grand, dramatic, but not, but not, like, emotionally dramatic, yeah, eh? It's yeah, kind of yeah. a different kind of... Um, so... Um, I love as well that is the the like the drums are quiet at the start of the verses and then yeah. it, it proper increases eh, where Definitely. it just where it fills really, it out. Uh, so, does that um, really dirty beat kind of after it? Yeah. His voice is so sweet and soft, and yeah. then and then this beat comes yeah. in and it just kind of almost it's it's, it's twisted. It's, yeah. you know, it's a love about it. Yeah, and all the this is the one where what. Um, what's it, Clarks and Taylor, Sailors and Sharks, and everything into it. It's just, that's cool. You know, um, um, and they'll all be failures. Basically, oh, you know, yeah. they'll, they'll never match up to, to yeah. this person. This this woman, I, I think, is what they're saying. But um, person, whatever you know, um, and this person is basically, you know, it's like Jesus. You know, they're falling at our feet and all yeah. that. You know, and so was it? Is it? Is it Martin Gore that that writes the lyrics to this? Yes. To most yeah, he writes yeah. all the music and all the lyrics. Yeah, so he, yeah. he writes everything. Um, yeah. I'll- I like his style of writing, me. So it was actually Dave only wrote his first set of lyrics. Being the being the singer as well, he only wrote his first set of lyrics for uh, playing the angel in two thousand and six. So that was when he wow. actually wrote his first lyrics for Depeche Mode. You know, twenty five years into. Well, that there's career. a story behind that, eh? So, why, why, why then? Why now? Know. What? I, I don't uh, actually know. I, maybe I did, and I've just forgotten the story uh, you know, at the time. You know, but I, I don't know. Uh, mm. Yeah, no, but the, this good. is. Um, yeah, this is I had it, like I'm listening to this, and the more I listen to it and everything, I'm like having did, a wee laugh to myself because it's. Did you it's, did, see the see the line? You're holding court with your lips and your smile. Did you think that was a bit yeah. cringy? No. See, I, 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 it depends when that line hits me. Sometimes I think it's a bit cringy, and sometimes it it's not. It's weird. Just it depends on the day it gets me. Because what you think it's kind of dated now? Just, just, just a bit of a rubbish line. Right, (laughs) you're holding court with your lips and your smile, and it's kind of like, well, your smile is formed by your lips, and uh, I know you might have nice, luscious lips and smiling with them and stuff. I I don't know. I I just, I don't. It doesn't really work for me. Oh, does it not? No, I quite like that. Because I thought you, and I I thought if there's any line that you pick up and you go, it might be that. But you, but you quite (laughs) like that line. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, 
And then there's a kind of guitar-y outro, outro in there at the end where it's, yeah. Really clean, kind of, but yeah, it's really nice. Kind of clean That's the thing about Martin Gore as well. Like, like, He's essentially not a guitarist. But he comes up with these great licks, really, really great. I think it's because he's not a guitarist, he thinks differently. From I mean he's he's a synth guy he programs his keyboards and everything he's it, it wasn't till really it wasn't till the late eighties he started dabbling using guitars you know and um, yeah it's interesting so but but I mean that sounds that sounds elitist and snobbish because essentially as far as I'm concerned if you pick up a guitar and you can make a noise with your guitarist as far as I'm concerned you don't <laughs> have, you don't have to attain a certain level to be a guitarist you're just a guitarist yeah. if you play the guitar as far as I'm concerned but in terms of a traditional guitarist even when he's on stage to this day. He almost looks. It does. It doesn't look wrong, but it. it, it, it you kind of just go. Ah, I, I, he's he's somebody that's just picked up the guitar and and can play a few things on it. He never looks flashy. He never looks showy. He never, you know, he just he just does his yeah. wee bits and they're really economical and he doesn't, you know. So it, it's almost like. And when you hear Martin, I don't know if you you watched any interviews with Martin speak. He's very, no, I've not, no, I've he's not very, he's, he's, he's kind of soft spoken, and you know he's quite can almost get that kind of shy thing going on and stuff as well. Yeah. Um, and when you read some of his lyrics, <laughs> you would think this was a shy person coming out with this no, stuff. Oh God, because they're no modest you know, or anything, um, are they? He's always got this kind of nervous laugh that he does when he gets interviewed all the time, and you know, and when he's <laughs> interviewed Dave, Dave's always laid back. Yeah, man, that's the way it was, and you know, and just kind of, you know, just. Um, you know, um, but I, it, you should even just watch like a couple of minutes here, yeah, you'll, well, you'll get the vibe um, I'm talking about. You probably picked the wrong interview where he probably punches a journalist <laughs> or something. <laughs> but um, uh, but no, that's interesting what you say about the guitar. So because the 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 wee bits, the wee flurries and that that I've, that you find on this album, uh, you know, they're they're kind of special, although they're no they're no um, they're like you like you're saying they're no flashy or they're no. Like overcome, but they're they're um, impactful. Yeah, you know the absolutely. wee bits where they're on, yeah, eh? Yeah. So um, definitely, I think I think he just knows where where to play and what to play, and that's yeah. what I love about his his guitar playing. You know, I think I think he's I think he's underrated as a as a guitarist. You know, yeah. um, home is next. Yeah. So this was a single. Yeah, I watched the video for this one as well. Um, yeah, th- th- I'm not. I'm, this I struggled with this one a bit. Mm-hmm. I think it's the I think it's the the vocals more that I struggled the most with. And you know who's no, singing? Th- and you know who's singing this, don't you? Is it? No, I take it it's not Dave. It's not Dave. It's Martin Gore. Is it? Oh no! Ah. Now I feel like I've let him down. That kills me because I was watching it, the video thinking. Is that the same guy? Because he's got the blonde hair and everything right. in so the video. That's right. So that's Martin Gore, right? He and sings I'm going, this song. is it? Is it the same guy? And then there's another video later on, and I couldn't kind of work out who was who. Ah, oh, that kills that... me. Now I feel like I've let him down, eh? That's but right. um, but but I'm going with it now because I've committed. It, it's so, can um... I almost see what see with Martin Gore's voice, but in see in all seriousness, yeah. Um, it's kind of. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's like a running joke, but it's it's kind of I think a lot of Depeche Mode fans are really aware of what his voice is. There are some... This is actually probably one of the best examples of him singing. Right. I could probably send you a link to a song that he's singing on and you go, oh my God. Right. Why did he choose to sing this? <laughs> so there are a few right. examples and he, he always feels the need to sing at least one on most albums. Right. And um, But I would say, if, you, if you're struggling with the voice on this, you will... 
pretty much hate everything else that he sang on because it's this is probably the, the 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 most restrained that he is. Right. Because he goes right. really. He's got this vibrato thing where he goes uh, like that and certain notes on it. You're like, oh, for right. fuck's sake, it's it's, it's really bizarre. <laughs> it's a really bizarre. Whereas in this, he's kind of just restraining it and just kind of just singing a melody and just. So it's it's this is the this is the more restrained Martin Gore. Right, maybe yeah. I'd like the other one then. That, that, <laughs> that maybe gives me hope. Hi. Um, <laughs> There's a song yeah, called it's... Jezebel on um, Sound, Sounds of the Universe. I think that came out in 2009, 2010, right. something like that. And he sings that, and it's it's really it's 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 not good. It's not good. Do you do you, uh, do you like his vocals on this one then, or do you just not? No, or do I you do. Just think it's, I do. It's good I, because I you know the. Would I prefer Dave to sing it? Probably. Uh-huh. Or maybe a mix, maybe they could have, nah. I don't know, maybe verse chorus they could have swapped or whatever. I don't know, but I think because the song and lyrically this is this is about him directly. Um, uh-huh. I think maybe and maybe even Dave said, "Listen, man, you you sing this because this is this is yours. You know, I, I want you know who knows what the nah. decision making was in it, but um, and he sings on another song in this album as well. Yeah, later um, on. Later on. Yeah. Um, but aye. I'll let you continue. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's just I don't know if it was the uh, the the mix of the kind of what the song's about and everything and the way the the way it's sung that I just it's I mean it's catchy enough. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's not. I mean I can sing uh, you know it sing along with it and was kind of easy, but it just wasn't. Maybe it just because it it's no got the whole. The darkness as well. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That it's maybe just kind of missing it. It's and like it a is. ballad, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's like a ballad. It is. It's like yeah. it's almost like a, a rock ballad, but it's not rock. You know, it's, yeah. it's kind of to, to me a wee bit. You know, um, so maybe it is the style. That this was this was one of my guesses for the song that because I didn't know what you think of the whole album. You might have thought, ah, oh, it's yeah. a, bit, a, bit, a bit underwhelmed. It's not my thing or whatever. But. If you were okay with it, this is the song that I had pinned as I, I, I don't know. It could go yeah. either way with you. I wasn't sure, you know, so yeah. it's not a huge surprise to hear you say you kinda of struggled with it a wee bit. Um But there's things that I mean the things I like about it, I mean the the wee lick on the guitar. Yeah. It's really nice wee. But the and you'll, you, if you were in the, the stadium when they do this song, and it comes out and they plays it, and the crowd sing along to that, you'd probably be like, oh, God, you know? <laughs> right. God, play the, play the next song, yeah. You know, because it's, right. it's a big love in with the crowd, that bit, you know. And, oh, is it kind uh, of enough almost, right? Yeah, I, right. I don't think it is, but you would. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like, do you, want, do you want a drink, David? I've got the bar. Yeah, I've got it. It's like greeting and all, going, oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, and then you hear the violins a wee bit in this ah, one, don't you? Yeah, you kind of hear lovely. the strings and all yeah. that in this one, so yeah, really nice. Um, yeah. Do you think it would have been better? See if Dave sang it, would that change your mind? Do you think possibly, or... possibly? I think it might have been would have been better, but it's probably still not quite quite there for me. Aye, I yeah. but I can see its place on the album and everything like yeah. that. It's no like Christ, what's going on here? Ah, it's, it's no, just took yeah. a massive left turn or everything. Yeah. Aye, aye. Yeah. But no, I do like it. I mean, I think. Um, but um, I, I think this one is is overtly about uh, about uh, Martin Gore, you know, struggling, um, and his depression and things like that, you know. So, um, but I, no, I think it's, I think it's, I, I do like it. I do like it. It's not one of my yeah. favourites on the album, 
but I, I, I like yeah. it, you know. Um, so far, I mean, I think uh, for me, uh, you know, Barrel of a Gun's my favourite so far. Out of this, you'd love th- love thieves. Yeah, I love problem. thieves. Yeah, yeah. Your, your favourite. Um, then we we go to it's no good. Yeah, I mean, this is a big single in it. Aye. Aye, aye. This is like a single. This is, this is the a single one. Vibe to it, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's kind of the. It's a cool intro, isn't it? Eh? Where it's kind of almost spacey, that kind of like that electronic, and it sounds spacey and kind of yeah. Where it's yeah, and you were saying earlier about um, swagger. This is like attitude personified, man. Eh? It is like a sister track to Barrel of a Gun. I think it's almost yeah. like it's it's cut for the same cloth. But again, yeah. this is this is a bit more like like walking down the street. Can I just like yeah, <laughs> yeah? You, uh, know? you know, see when you're saying that walking down the street, I've got jotted down. You know, it's the pace, it's Aye, the pace yeah, of this song yeah. where it's like yeah, it's um, and even the way they're dressed cool. in the video, it's almost like in the way Dave's got this. I don't know if you've seen the video, but he's got like yeah, did with the glittery, the glittery stuff. Yeah, and the fact that he's always, got the sparkly suit and then the, the fur coat and that and yeah. slick back and stuff it's almost yeah. like yeah I could wear this shit to this song and walk down the street it's almost like I could wear yeah. anything man you know <laughs> yeah yeah they've all got the fur coats and there's yeah. money and women and ah, whatever all and all that yeah and <laughs> yeah uh, yeah this was the first video I think I watched eh? so this yeah. was the first time I'm like properly seeing them and things and mm. I was like Slightly disappointed that that wasn't the vibe in all the videos like that, <laughs> with the big hair and all that. But um, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, I haven't got huge jotted down, but it is just that attitude. Eh? It's um, it's just cool. As as I mean, I'm the same. Lucy, I don't have I don't have loads in this song, and it, and it's weird because again, it's another favourite of mine. Yeah, uh, but I've or... said this the last couple podcasts as well. Sometimes my favourites, I've just wrote, I like it, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you you know because. To, yeah. Yeah, it's just um, to put it into words what it is exactly you like about it. But it's it's for this, it's it's the attitude, eh? it's yeah. the swagger, eh? oh, so definitely. so I get it. Eh? And uh, was this a big single? Was this? Um, I mean, I don't know where it charted. To be honest, the opening I mean, or the opening uh, single or uh, was this the opening single? Was it Barrel of a Gun? Ooh, I don't know. I can't remember if 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 this came first or Barrel of a Gun came first. Yeah, but like you say, the kind of sister tracks. Yeah, yeah. But um, I it's again. This was another one. Again, back to that period. I was just like, oh man, this is this is fucking seriously good music, man. And um, the you know the bass synths and the swirls and all that, all the the programming and it's just just superb. Um, and and it had a lot of help in this album. It wasn't just like the you know the three guys and the you know the Tim Simonon. It was, you know, there was a, they a lot of help, um, helping the program, and then other other people coming in to do bits, um, on the album as well. So, um, but yeah, this is I, 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 that's I don't have anything else, but I, I yeah. just, just just love this track, you know, just when it kicks in. Do you know what I like when I'm listening to this album? What I really love about it is like you 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 put it on and Battle of a Gun kicks in, it just gets you going, man. It's just like fucking great. Then you then you get Love Thieves brings it down a little bit, you know. Um, home is what it is, but you know, no, it's no good's coming, and I always, I never get tired of knowing it's coming, and, and when it kicks yeah. in, I'm just like, yes, you know, you know it's coming because you've heard the album a million times, but it's just when yeah. it comes, it's like fucking yes, you know. Yeah, um, and it does they disappoint that no, kind exactly. of yeah. It's just when I mean, they played it live, when I saw it, I was like, oh fuck yes, you know, and yeah, um, but I uh, it's. 
Yeah, you've got Uslink, which is just like a wee interlude thing, a wee kind of yeah. like. I like it. It's a bit like kind of film music, you know, and kind of like you know something weirds happening in a film, and this kind of weird instrumental things going on in the background, you know. Yeah, because it's kind of like sounds a bit underwater at the beginning. The way it kind of sounds where it's like kind of mutinied or what, mm. and then I like an instrumental in sort of albums yeah, away. Yeah. Totally. I, I, I love it. So, um, um, def- the, I'm saying about the last one, kind of have a spacey vibe. This one's definitely got the, the kind of spacey, funky yep. yeah, kind of vibe in it. So, yeah, I like it. I like no, it. I like instrumental it well. or interlude or whatever. Yeah, no, totally. Uh, I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, and obviously, use link. <laughs> to link to useless, so I think that's why they called it yeah. useless. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, useless, useless. So, uh, useless. Uh, I'll let you take it away here, uh, Lucy. Um, yeah. So, um, I think this. I take it this was another single because it's got it a was, video as yeah, well yeah, on yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I love the 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 kind of clean drum intro. It's yeah, like a yeah. cleaner sound yep. in it, and it well, there's actually real, in. yeah, there's real drums on this. Um, so yeah, that that's that's that'll be the cleanest. Yeah, is that what yeah, it is yeah, difference? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and um, <laughs> if I've wrote, if I've said about attitude for it's no good, I've wrote fucking attitude for this one. <laughs> you know, it, it's uh, it, the guitars, like the menacing oh, kind of sound. Really. Oh, it's that's it is it is menacing, really eh? Dirty, yeah, nah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Um, even all the 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 lyrics that like oh. Oh, my bringing you down and yep. you, all your stupid ideas and stuff like yep. that. Eh? It's, <laughs> it's, I mean, even the 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 video is kind of aggressive. Eh? He's at the camera and he's kind of yeah, pointing yeah. and 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 in the face of the, of the the camera and all that. So it's so it's I can see it there as well. But um, I you know, just you should live a day where you're feet in the ground. The kind of idea. Yeah. I can't the exact lyric, but I it's it's a. Uh, with two feet on the ground. Yeah, flat on the ground, is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this one is probably the first one where I, like it's charged, eh? It's yeah, like yeah. that kind of emotionally charged that like when I'm saying about the the um, the kind of menacing guitars, this one's where it's it's just like attitude turned up. Yeah. Where it's that kind of grittier dirtier sound, isn't it? Totally. Yeah, it's 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 tough, like eh? It's mm. like it's heavy. It's um, later on, and I know we'll kind of speak it. It gets a bit lighter, eh? There's bits where it kind of gets Absolutely. lighter. So, um, so when you're talking about the kind of the like going from the the barrel of the gun to the kind of nice, to the the easier stuff or the the simpler stuff, and then um, I mean, really, it just goes from it's no good to a wee small interlude to another banger, eh? Ah, yeah, totally. Aye. Aye, absolutely. And um, the, I mean, you, you'd, be, you'd be forgiven, right? Okay, if you were listening to this for the first time, you know, there's that term, the album's front-loaded, basically meaning that all the big tunes are at the start and then it just kind of has all filler basically after that, you know? And, you know, if, if listening to this casually, you could probably say that's the case for this album, but I think when you when you listen to it more and a few times, you actually realise the songs later on that we're going to talk about. There's, there's stuff there as well, you know. Oh no, I, I, I definitely don't think it's front loaded. I just think it gets a wee bit more hopeful, a wee aye, bit towards aye. the end. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, if that's but no, but I mean that's point. I mean I, I'm not even saying that that's your conclusion, yeah. but I think just just objectively, if anybody was listening to this, I could I could see why because it is it's got a lot of these kind of swaggery tunes and kind of just you know ones that hit really 
yeah. immediately, you know, and things like that. But uh, and on this, there's live bass on this, and it's played by a guy called Doug Wimbish. And um, Doug Wimbish plays bass for a band called Living Color. And okay. Living Color are a a band from uh, New York, and they they formed. Well, he didn't play in the first album. He joined on the third album. Um, and there were an there were there were four black guys playing metal, uh-huh. playing metal after hard, hard rock, border uh-huh. borderline metal, but they had really soulful songs as well. Just just a fucking great band. I love them. I absolutely love uh, Living Color. But he played bass on on this, and um, I think he said he said to Martin Gore. Because it's basically doom, 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 doom. there's nothing yeah. there's nothing particularly tasty about it and this guy can play man he can he can you know play a lot you know he can he can yeah. do lots of busy things if you, that's what you're needing but I think he said you could play this why why have you got me in because you yeah. could play this you know but he said I just wanted I just wanted his sound I wanted his his vibe on it yeah. you know so sister of night yeah um so this one it slows right down again mm. doesn't it yeah. So this is the one that they took a week to do the vocals on because he was actually yeah. really suffering. Yeah, you know? that um, that um, kind of blows my mind when I think of it now and thinking, listen, when I can play it in my head again. Because mm-hmm. um, it sounds I mean, pretty cohesive, doesn't it? Even vocally, it's, it does. It does it's, yeah, it doesn't sound like it's been pasted together. No, certainly doesn't. Yeah. And it's... Um, this one's kind of what I was saying at the start about the kind of brooding. This one's kind of undertones. Eh? I don't ex- mm. I know exactly what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah, like I say, yeah. I don't know if I'm. Um, first thing I'm thinking is it drugs or what, and yeah. then I'm thinking, don't assume that is mm. what's the. But um, with it, with the, the way it kind of starts, you think it's going to be a big banger as well. Ah, eh? it's, it's kind of sta- that, that sinister yeah, thing going on again. Yeah, yeah. The, the big, and the big it's heavy kind of building. Synth. Yeah. 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 And then it and then it like cuts right down, but it is that undertone kind of. Um, I don't want to overuse the same kind of words I've been using, but that kind of um, um, hopelessness, that kind of darkness and stuff. Yeah, you know, kind of darkness yeah. and kind of um, no creepy as in you big creep, but that kind of lingering, oh yeah 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 the kind of atmospheric and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of yeah. you know so um, so uh, yeah, and then. Uh, there's a really heavy like I don't know if I can't mind if I've, I've not wrote down if it's the bass the big bomb bomb there's like a proper ah, like kind of heavy ah, bit right yeah, on yeah, it yeah. eh so um so yeah I mean what do you know what it's about or do you have I, your own thoughts I, on what it's about I don't and to be honest I've not even really honed in the lyrics too much um so I don't know I would be just speculating on it um but the interesting thing about this is. This was recorded before Dave's OD, so ah, okay. if, if he recorded this and died, this would have been the last thing he sang on. Wow! You know what I mean? So I wonder if it was complete before he. I think it was. Uh, from from what I'm I'm hearing, I think it was complete. It was just like you know, it took them a week to just to took do them it, that long. To, 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 right. but I think they had everything they needed, um, and um. Yeah, yeah. So this would have been his last last performance, which is kind of kind of strange to me. Um, nah. Aye, it's. Uh, Does he talk a bit about? Is there interviews where he kind of talks about? Like, I find even that like kind of. I, I was going to say a near death experience, but it's not really a near death experience. It's like 
It's, it's as close as you can fucking get to. Yeah, well... Well, because if he technically did die, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, it's, it's quite interesting you say that because when they were doing the press for the album, um, so he was on, like, TV in America and yeah. Europe and all that, and, and they were all wanting to know his, his, his story. So he, they were, the, the other guys in the band were saying it was like therapy for him every time he, he was getting interviewed. They said they would almost, like, talk about it without even being asked. And they would just wow. open up and just like just unload about like everything that'd been happening and all that. And um, you'd think it'd be the opposite, eh? No, you'd think no, he you, was, you want don't bring it up, don't talk about no, it. No, eh? not at all. He was he was quite open and honest about it and um and discussing it. And I think I think that's where you know it was it was kind of discussed that that's why the album maybe slightly went under the radar because it was the focus was on Dave coming back. Uh, it was more about him okay. coming back and you know, depression was still being around rather than the actual album itself. Um, right. So I think they felt, I don't I want to say they felt resentful about it, but they, they, it certainly overshadowed it because the story, it wasn't like, how how's your new album, you know, and what how did you put it together? It was, yeah, Dave came back from the dead and he's got himself clean and, you know, and nah, that kind of thing, nah. you know, so it kind of... Yeah, I get that. I get how it's a weird place and, and they're probably, their they're back catalogue, eh? Yeah, yeah. To, like pinpoint when all that was going on, mm. I suppose. Because they chose uh, not to, they chose not to tour, so they didn't. I read uh, that they, didn't tour they weren't in the good nick enough to no, do it. I think nah. that was. I think that would have maybe tipped tipped Dave over the edge, you know, certainly. So they, but Dave is talking about. He says, "I remember." Um, so we didn't tour, um, and of course we're making all these videos and the cost of making the album. He says. He says, I remember I get my royalty check through and it was like about fifty pounds, you know, because we, <laughs> we just hadn't been out the road and you know made any money. It's yeah. like, <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So, but they did like the year later they did the the whole singles tour and stuff. They thought, well, I think they just thought we need to get some money, we need in. money. <laughs> you know, so we get some some cash in here, you know. So, um, uh, so they go back out the road, you know, and uh, but they did we we kind of we kind of ninja gigs and stuff. Um, I think around about the album they do like five songs for like like showcase things and all that for them but not actual real I think that was yeah. just for like music press and things like that wasn't it yeah. maybe selected fans yeah. or whatever you know so another wee interlude so Jazz Thieves I love I love the, the kind of just like the ominous double bass the, you know the kind of really kind of weird kind of yeah. um, uh, thing. and it's the wee xylophone bit that comes in I was just about it. to say <laughs> the wee xylophone kind of comes <laughs> in chinkling yeah <laughs> It's it's kind of it's, it's kind of it's it's half like it's half sinister, half goofy. It's kind of it's weird. It's kind of got a <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, is it is it anything to do with you know how there was the use link and I think it's maybe a wee nod to it, but it's I, and how, and how yeah. is, I don't know if it's maybe they'll just thought, ah, just it's a bit jazzy and yeah. kind of thieving jazz or something. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I just make stuff up here. Because there's a double bass in there, we think, ah, it's a bit jazzy. So, jazzy, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, another nice wee cool, cool interlude. I like this. Yeah. Uh, Free State. Yeah. I love the steely guitar, eh? Ah, yeah. I like a steely guitar, though, eh? So, uh, so th- when it when it starts playing, uh, it, you know, the first couple of times I heard it, I'm like, oh, I yeah. didn't. Uh, the, that was that kind of came from nowhere where I was thinking it. So, um, and then it comes back to it doesn't it at the end and ah, with the kind of yeah. rhythm of guitar and the there's a be like a riff that kind of comes in later and at the end. But um, this is where I'm thinking it kind of gets 
I might be totally wrong, but like the kind of more hopeful thing I was. I suppose um, it's almost like, you know, step out on the stage and, you know, yeah. um, and things like that, take to play your part and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, let yourself go and yeah, all this, yeah. which I suppose could be taken both ways, but I choose <laughs> it to be like in a good, Aye, in a good way, <laughs> yeah, in a hopeful way. So, um, so yeah, I, I mean, this is kind of going, kind of tying back to a couple of the earlier ones that kind of, so um, yeah, I'm liking this one, eh? Yeah. Again, Dave sounds sounds lovely on it, you know. Again, you know, really smooth and you know um, his voice and I, and I think I think um, I think that that you know Dave's one of these singers. You know, a lot of singers in the LA he's had this sound. All the voices were kind of down here and kind of you know yeah. that baritone kind of you know. Yeah. And he's got that kind of voice, but he can manipulate it and kind of take it. Uh-huh. Take it different different places as well, which is evident on this album, this song, you know. Um, yeah. But but again, the guitar. I, I I agree with you. I love the guitar. Yeah. I love the guitar on this. Um, just brilliant. Um, but yeah, it's another brooding one. But it's it's yeah. kind of it's it's got a vibe to it, man. Absolutely. The, the bottom line. This is another Martin one. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think? You focus on this. Um. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you, you notice that you do notice the difference, eh? Ah, you do. Um, you do yeah, I, I think it's easier than home. Do you? For me, yeah, oh, that's I do. Interesting. Yeah, I think it was easier than home, but um, and I mean, I love all the. I mean, it's this is a kind of all the one where it's like I'm I'm yearning, I'm longing, and dying to, and all this. This yeah, is a kind of kind of. Um, kind of desperate one if that sounds like alright to say it's yeah. like that kind of um, and I must say see when I was looking the lyrics up it, it looks cool written down it looks cooler written down it does. in red than it does being being sung if that yeah, makes sense yeah. Eh? Yeah, I know what you're saying um, but it's got the kind of trippy trippy beginning bit at the start isn't it it's kind of trippy noises uh, so um, yeah yeah, it's alright. This is my least favourite on the album. Right. This is my least favourite on the album. I don't hate it. I don't. I don't even dislike it necessarily. But it's my least yeah. favourite. Um, I, I don't think they're the best lyrics. I'm talking about. I've seen them li- written down. I think they're maybe, better written they're down maybe better than written they are. Down, yeah. Them sung. Uh, yeah, maybe not so much. Um, again, the double bass sounds in there, which is really really cool. I like yeah. that. Um. And there's a pedal steel guitar on this as well. There's actually got a guy in to play pedal steel guitar on it as well in the background, which is which is nice. There's a really yeah. cool bit though when it goes mmm in the background. You know, yeah, and that is I know really, which bit you're on it's about. It's just an incidental bit, but it's, that, that was really cool because it's really kind of yeah. really bassy sounding as well. Um, but melodically, this reminds me of a lot of like big rock ballads in the eighties, kind of almost these kind of. It's hard to describe. I don't even really know what I mean, but I've heard this melody. It, it's it's like an eighties rock ballad melody. I don't know what it is. It just reminds me. It may, must be the same. Yeah. It must be the same um, scale as something that I, that's that I mean, in the back of my mind. Then I've got I've got a kind of. Um, but ah, it's okay. It's okay. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't dislike it. But it's it's definitely my weakest moment in the album. Yeah, one, so. I get that. I get that. Do you think his his vocals are worse than home? 
I follow you. Just all that stuff and all that. Yeah, I know it is worse. Aye, it is worse. But again, but again, I, I, I'm not going, oh, fuck, when I listen to it, cringing or anything, it's just, yeah. just like, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's no, yeah. nothing more than that. But yeah, no, I, I think, I, I prefer home. I prefer his singing on home. Right. Even though he goes for it more than home. You know, he does, he does go for it more than home. He goes away with his higher notes and stuff. And Aye. I'm still going to go and check out Jezebel. Was Jezebel? <sighs> yeah. Jezebel. Yeah. <laughs> There's another song on uh, playing the angel called Macro. He sings on that as well. Um, and yeah, it's that's not great either. <laughs> so these these are probably his, like some of his best. He, he, I mean, best. He, he sang in the eighties albums and all that as well. There's songs in the eighties albums. Yeah. Um, um, he, you know, he sang on, but yeah. But, Do the diehard de- uh, diehard fans agree? That is iffy. That it's. I don't know. I mean, I, there was a po- a point in the you know like the early two thousands where I did geek out in Depeche Mode, and I was uh-huh. like, I probably was in forums and things like that, and like, <laughs> you know, and like, yeah, you know, and and talking to people and, and you know and whatever else. But and I might have made this up, but I think yeah, I think they kind of know, but they don't care. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like that. that. That's you know? cool, though. Eh? You know? Yeah, um, and yeah, but I think it's just because it's. It's, it's his band, man. It's, it's like, without Martin yeah. Gold, there's no Depeche Mode, so it's almost like yeah. oh, let him, so. There's a fondness. Ah, kind just, of, ah, yeah, yeah, I think sorry. that's what it is. It's yeah. let, him, let him have his couple of wee yeah. singing moments, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he's but his stage outfits, man, they're like they're crazy. They're like just are they? Ah, they're wild. Ah. Just his. Just his. Dave. Dave just wears like a a suit. So he wears like a suit with. Like a, a waistcoat, and he'll take his suit jacket yeah, I've off. I've seen some of the kind of promo pro pictures and that. It's just it's just a waistcoat. He's we not known underneath it, and he'll take that yeah. off, and it'll just be him because he's, he's still all fucking like muscly and ripped and all that, even though he's like ancient. But um, um, so he's pretty plain. He's pretty the same all the time. But Martin Gore will come out with these weird like what the fuck are you wearing? <laughs> like colours, or... colours and design, and just just yeah. just looks weird, man. You know, it's kind of because the thing, the weird thing is as well is obviously Vince Clark was in the band, so Vince Clark was in Depeche Mode, the first album. So Vince Clark is in Erasure. Yeah. So when you think about Erasure, listen to this album and yeah. then think about Erasure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, okay. I mean, it's so it's it's so weird because yeah, when Vin, okay. Vince Vince Clark wrote all the the, the songs, so when he uh-huh. was in the band, he was the writer, and then Vince yeah. Clark left, and I think he formed Yazoo with Alison Moye. Yeah. And um, I think that I think I've got that right. I think that was right after. And um, but when he left, they were like, "What the fuck are we gonna do?" That's like the guy who wrote all the songs, yeah. and he's left the band. And but Martin Gore stepped in and started writing, and then they get progress- progressively more dark and kind of like brooding and stuff, yeah. you know. So had Vince Clark stayed in the band, who knows? You know, it could have it could have been they could have been just a, a great pop band like Erasure. You know, yeah, you know, like just can't yeah. get enough that kind of thing, you know, and you know, it could have been more like that and more, you know, yeah. more that kind of yeah, vibe. Totally different. Totally different, yeah. you know. Yeah, interesting. So, um, yeah, yeah aye, but, um, aye. So, he, he kind of, Martin Gore had to kind of step up. Um, he wasn't, yeah. he wasn't a writer, but he somehow was just, oh, I'll try it, <laughs> you know, and then, yeah. and wrote some, uh, some, some huge, huge songs, you know, even, yeah. you know without uh, anybody really knowing necessarily, but aye. 
Aye. Where were we? Aye. I can't remember. Insight. Insight. One of the insight. Another brooding one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. This that is, you know, kind of what I was saying. It is. There's mm. no kind of big left turns or anything no, like that where no. it's kind of far out. But yeah. um, and it, it feels like I'm not doing justice to say oh, another brooding one because it's not like they all sound the same. No, they, they don't. don't. They don't. You know, they yeah. don't. It's um, but it's just that feel, that vibe. Yeah, it's exactly what I was going to say. I think a lot. You know, there's tracks on this where you can pick out things and that bit happens and that bit. And the other ones, it's just just a vibe, it's a feeling, it's, yeah. it's more like that. Yeah. Um, it's not to yeah. say there's not things going on, but it's just you know, I'm I'm similar with this one. Um, what I do like about it is it sort of you know Dave gets more forceful, or certainly more full voiced in the in the chorus. So there's a bit of contrast in his singing. Like the, yeah. the, the verses are a bit softer, and then when he gets to the chorus, he just kind of he opens his voice up a bit more and yeah. it's got a bit more. More uh, intensity in it. Um, I like the lyrics, man, and you know, the fire still burns, you know, and yeah, and it feels like I built them again. That hope, you know, talking about hopefulness, you know, um, yeah. it's kind of got that vibe to it as well. Yeah, I, I mean, I've jotted down that same lyric, you know, the fire still burns, and there's actually a really cool backing vocal at the same time where he sings the fire still burns. It's yeah. there's a there's a really neat bit, but yeah. and then I've got down, you know. This is this is where I'm thinking it is getting more hopeful, but then you can't always tell with the music, you know. So yeah, I was like absolutely. starting to question myself, going like, is it is it more hopeful? Am I am I reading too much into the lyrics and not the the full thing? But mm. um, but um, I can always tell there's a really cool kind of ah, yeah, kind of yeah. all the way through it as yep. well, eh? So um, yeah, yeah, is that kind of brooding insight? Because what's it start like? This is insight to my life. Ah, and, yep. Because I think it's like even uh, you could, I suppose, any lyrics are open to interpretation. You know what you get from them might be completely different for the next person, and, and and most lyricists will say that you're not wrong. It's whatever it means to you and yeah. all the rest of it. But um, I take this as kind of um, maybe there's two ways I kind of took this. It was about them. It was like almost like a we're going to carry on. It's gone. We've come out the other end, and yeah. and we're going. You know, we're going to. You know, the fire still burns, so there's still a passion for doing this, yada, yada, yada. Um, yeah. But even bit lyrics like um, the world still turns and all that, you know, and 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 but you can almost look at it another way. It doesn't matter. See if you guys weren't here. It wouldn't matter. The world still turns. Yeah. You know, this is, you know if Dave died, it's not going to change anything. You know, the, the, you yeah. know, the world still turns or, or we'd split up, you know. and So it was almost like negative as well. I don't know, but this is just yeah, my weird, twisted mind, you that- know. That's saying, like, oh, it's still turning or whatever is used as a kind of negative. Ah, yeah, exactly. Oh, it'll be here tomorrow. Or, ah, you exactly. Know, ah, yeah, if I'm not here tomorrow, the world's all uh, going to, you know, yeah, everyone's still yeah. going to be here, you know, that kind of stuff, you know. Um, but th- th- I think there's a kind of quiet defiance in it, though. I think there's just this quiet kind of, you know, subdued defiance of, like, you know, we're, 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 you know, we're, we've come out the other end against all odds. And, you know, it's, it's aye. I, I think it is more hopeful, I'll be honest. Yeah. And what I like as well in some of the kind of the broodier songs as well, I know we were saying about the big kind of obvious aggressive attitude that's in some of the earlier tracks, but the attitude in some of the slower ones and some of the, some of the um, uh, slightly more mellower ones are, are that attitude's still there, eh? Yeah, definitely. Like I, I honestly feel like listening to this full al- this this album, I got like a great insight into the album as a whole mm-hmm. like the feeling the broody the the kind of attitude tap like i say tapping into that kind of 
that kind of feelings for a different way that I've never like I've never kind of listened to before. So I feel like I got a good like insight into it. Aye, eh? aye. A good um, uh, how they write how 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 this kind of songs are written how the the, the music's kind of like obviously I've not listened to too much of the 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 other stuff but yeah. I feel like I got a good ah uh, this is a good example mm-hmm. if this is what you're showing me yeah yeah uh, best mode I'm like aye I see it yeah yeah you know I see it so um, excellent yeah. and then you've got the wee junior painkiller yeah. thing at the end which is junior the wee <laughs> another week and a yeah outro but <laughs> yeah I see I seen that it's um was like a secret track on I don't ah, know if it was the CD, the CD I think or it just what, went on but, but when I'm streaming it it's, it comes as a secret a, a separate stream so right, another week and a yeah. Even on the vinyl, the the it, it, the the needle just stays like silent for a while. What does and it? Then it goes to it. Yeah, at the, yeah, the end. Cool. So so they've kind of imitated it on the you know the vinyl for the CD. Yeah. So that's really cool. Um, but um, aye, no, I'm listening. That's that. Well, that's uh, Ultra by Depeche Mode. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm really glad you you, you found a lot. I, I I just I just didn't know. I was I was hoping that you would get something out of it, but the fact that you got more out of it than I thought you would is, yeah, is actually absolutely. Really, really cool. I mean, I, I don't dislike kind of electronic music. You yeah. know, there's, there's there's some there's stuff I listen to. It's just somehow harder for me to like process and yeah. comment on or what, eh? Because um, but um, but no, no, I've really enjoyed it, eh? Yeah. And I feel like. Although you're saying that um, a lot of people don't think this is maybe one of their top albums or what, I feel like I've got a good, a good start, yeah, a yeah. good feel of them, yeah, aye, yeah. a good start yeah. with them. So, well, um I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I mean, we talk about them being electronic. They are electronic, but I think the, you know, not in the same way that uh you know, Boards of Canada or you know, something like that. Are they? I mean, that's that's different. That's more instrumental. It's more you know, yeah. soundscapes and things like that. Because primarily the Pesh Mode are songwriters, so they write songs. Yeah. They just happen to be have electronic bones basically in, in the songs, you yeah. know. You know, but it's first and foremost they write a song, you know, yeah. and then they build around that, you know. So I think that's, you know, that's that's what makes them. Um, I would say that makes them different. It doesn't because there's plenty of electronic bands that have songs, but um, but yeah, it's just a different. That's what they're good at. It's what they're good at. Yeah, it's, it's got yeah. a song yeah. first, you know, first and foremost. Because yeah. interestingly enough, the next album. Uh, exciter is actually it's another wee bit of a departure because it's it's very acoustic. Ah, okay. Um, so it's got the beats on it, but lots of acoustic guitar on it as well. Yeah. Um, so it's it's it's, it's interesting. It took me a wee while to kind of warm to it because I think yeah. I just wanted just horrible noise all the time and you know kind of <laughs> this stuff on this. So coming from yeah. this to that was quite stark, you know. Yeah. Um. But I but but you know through time I've kind of I've grown don't grown to like the album you know but um, so it has a wee bit different but I think if you're gonna check something else out I'm just about to ask that I, where do I go for here I don't know it's it's difficult it's difficult to say but I would I would say Black Celebration 1985 right okay right go with okay. that um, and there's a song called A Question of um, Question of Lust. And Martin Gore sings that, so you can see what you think. Right, okay. Right, okay. You might. I don't think he did a bad job on it, actually. Okay. I think his voice was probably better in the 80s than it was later on. Okay. Because it wasn't so. Aye. It didn't have that kind of weirdness to it, you know, that that he he got later on. So, 
Um, yeah. But there might be one or two that you recognise. Stripped, you might recognise. I can I can brood in one, but it's kind of it's kind of ah, it's a fucking great tune actually. Stripped, you know, excellent yeah. tune. Right, um, I'll go for there then. Go there. Yeah. Go there, and then I would. I mean, you could go before that. I would say probably before that you're kind of at the point where they're still finding their feet. Nah. Um, after Vince Clarter left, a few albums were, you know, a couple of, couple of decent songs and all that. Very, kind of very over time. Um, but I think probably Black Celebrations were that it really, really started becoming the band that they became, kind of thing, you know. Nah. Started moving into that kind of, yeah, well, I can almost like slightly gothic kind of electronic kind of band, you know, and that kind of, that kind of vibe. Nah. Um, aye. I go there aye, first. Good. Go there next. Right. I would say. Right. Right, listen, what have you got for me? Right, you know, I've I've actually painfully struggled over the, over this all week, and I've must have changed my mind about three or four times. So, um, and I only settled on this one today. So, I will come round to the other ones I've been thinking, but I've gone for going forward in time to two thousand and five, mm-hmm. and I've picked. I feel like we've listened to a few blokes, so I've picked a woman. Good, and I'm. <laughs> uh, and you know my bag I love a lot of women songwriters and yeah. you know all this so I'm going for Martha Wainwright's first album okay Excellent. by the same name Martha Wainwright, Martha Wainwright. and um, yeah um, and you know I'm a big Martha Wainwright fan you know some of her last albums have been last couple of albums have been excellent as well and I know you've kind of heard me in passing saying oh I've been to see Martha Wainwright a lot yeah. so um so uh but I think this album's probably got the most talking points for us. Ah, okay. And I, I don't think for a second that you're going to love every single... Th- some of them might be painful for you, right, so okay. I'm warning you. Uh, maybe that's... <laughs> maybe that's... Total, maybe that's... Um, maybe that's... Uh, I was going to say unkind to you, but maybe it's... Maybe, maybe, you'll, maybe you'll love it. But um, <laughs> but there's definitely... There, there's some ones I'm sure you'll like. I hope you'll like. So... Um, so... Yeah, just different style of songwriting than what we've been listening to. Yeah, um, good. Um, yeah, different kind of acoustic, folky kind of stuff. So um, yeah, a wee bit of different, wee bit of different bag, but hopefully not. My fear is that I pick something too f- flaming obscure. It's got to happen. I, I know I it's going to happen. I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to get too excited. Either of us or it. both of us at some point is going to suggest an album that just does not click and and, yeah. and, I'm, and i'm curious to see how that episode goes you know <laughs> yeah no, just, I, I have nothing well you must have something to say you'll have some, yeah you'll have something to say but yeah yeah i, I wonder how that goes because it'll happen yeah it will happen yeah. you know yeah because the, the, up until now we've maybe been a wee bit too no, not considerate each other's but i'm wanting you to like what what no i do see see if you like everything i give you that's brilliant yeah i mean i don't yeah, I, so I, I don't care if it's boring for the listener <laughs> no. I, 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 don't, I don't give a shit. As long as yeah, I get no. some good new music, you know, coming my way, that's that's a lucky yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't so, want it to, so... to, to be deliberately controversial, you know. It's just, it's just, no, you know, no, because be um, like know? a couple of the, uh, well, like I say, even like the Velvet Underground one. My favourite songs for, well, it's not a Velvet Underground, but it's a Lou Reed and John Cale one that they did together. Where songs for Drell, and I, I'm like, I was going to pick that, and then I'm thinking, but you can't even know if heard. 
you know the banana album or yeah, what yeah, so Frost, I'm trying yeah, to get yeah, you yeah, whatever yeah. so um so so uh yeah it'll be interesting to hear, to, to, to hear what you think of good old Martha well Martha Wainwright is a name I know I know the name yeah. I've heard of the name but I think that's that's where it ends I, I've yeah. got no idea what the music's like or certainly don't think I do it anyway um so yeah this is completely new territory for me for me yeah yeah, yeah good yeah. Good. I feel like I've kind of grown up a bit with Martha Wainwright, eh? Where she's kind of with the style. I won't say too much, but the style of writing and stuff that she's got, um, um, it kind of makes that it's been easy to kind of grow up with with, with the kind of progression that she's had. So, um, so yeah, uh, hopefully I'll have a few stories in that for you because I've got uh, I've seen Martha a few times and. I've met her a few times and stuff, so hopefully I'll have some good stories in that for you because she's she's a good laugh. She's um. It's not too, um, although our stuff's pretty um, hardcore for some perspectives, um, there's some good stuff. You'll hopefully find some good stuff if you're looking into her. So, um, so aye. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, when I last seen her, yeah, when I, I seen her at the Celtic Connections a few weeks back, um, where like Ali Bain and all that were playing, eh? So I was getting my proper chukter on, whereas like, and I got obsessed with um, what's the mini um, bagpipes called? The ones that you kind of you kind of oh, pump the, with your the wee kind of I know the ones you're talking about, the wee kind of screechy ones. Well, they're really kind yeah. of like uh, the proper Braveheart ones, ah, like yeah, the yeah. on the moor on, on the moors on the on the hills and all the battlefields and all that. Eh? Where I was always crying and like shouting for like. Like Braveheart and all that. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, like I never think I'm like one for that, but it turns out I am. So, um, so yeah, I seen her singing. She was singing a Tom Waits song, and she, she's she's done a lot of kind of. She's for a big musical family, eh? mm. but everybody talks about that, which yeah, I get yeah, yeah. bored as anything yeah. hearing because because there's because she's for a big musical family, whereas I like to just focus on. On I think it's kind of harsh <laughs> to always bring it up. So um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, she's done a few good covers and a few good covers for for other um, family members that have kind of wrote songs. So um, there's a lot of kind of comedy in Martha, eh? Good, you know. Like so um, so so I'm hoping I'm hoping that you'll you'll get something for it. Excellent. Well, I'll go and check that out. Yeah, good. Well, thanks everybody for listening, and uh, I suppose join us next time for Martha Wainwright. Yeah. Take care. Bye.